Have you ever had a really good disagreement with somebody? A really kind and loving disagreement with somebody? Um, I remember a conversation I had uh, six or seven years ago or something. It was actually at my brother's engagement party. Uh, and it was a, a family from my parish in um, my home parish. And I had gone to school with this man's kids. And he came up and was asking me about life and my vocation. I'm in the seminary at this time. And um, he then started to express his concerns about celibacy and the fact that he didn't kind of really get it or disagreed with it, sort of, and we ended up having a, a rather intense discussion over, might have been 30 or 45 minutes, standing in the middle of this big party, crowded room. Um, it was very intense, but I, it always struck me that at the end of it, we basically shook hands and said, thanks, thanks for a really good chat. Um, neither of us had con convinced the other, but we'd both been able to listen to each other We'd both been able to hear both the experience and the reasoned arguments that we had for our views. Um, and we could both thank each other for the conversation and walk away still respecting each other um, greatly. And I think that's a kind of rare kind of conversation to have. Um, most often when we see people disagreeing with one another, it's, it's in the trying to cut each other down trying to prove each other wrong, trying to win the argument at all costs. And this is what we see um, in this, this last little paragraph of the gospel struck me today because I can sort of feel the violence of it when I read it. It says, the, the scribes and the Pharisees began a furious attack on him and tried to force answers from him on innumerable questions, setting traps to catch him out in something he might say. They're not trying to seek the truth. They're not trying to love Jesus and to, to hear what he has to say. They're attacking him. They're trying to cut him down. They're trying to win the conversation, win the argument, prove him wrong. And when we find ourselves disagreeing with someone in front of us, it's an easy temptation to go about it in that way. Um, we can even feel, the, feel the, the injustice or the anger at the fact that they think something different to us. Um, and that energy can make us even more kind of fervently try and win the argument or try and cut them down or stop them in the untruth that they're presenting. But I want to bring you back to what I was talking about yesterday. We were talking about the fruits of the Spirit, and I was saying how there's no need for um, patience unless something is actually trying you and you need to wait upon it. There's no need for self-control unless you're being tempted to act in a way that's not walking with the Lord. And so... Um, we don't need to worry about being kind and loving and generous in a conversation if we agree with the other person. It's only when we find ourselves um, disagreeing with somebody who's in front of us that we need to take on this challenge and, and practice um, that kind of generous listening, that kind of generous um, compassion where we can actually respect the other person enough and love them enough to hear what they have to say, to hear what their experience is even if they disagree with us. Um, because ideally, um, even if they think something different to us, the, the hope would be that we can have a conversation where we're both seeking the truth. We both have different portions of the truth, perhaps, or different distortions of the truth in our understanding, but ideally in a conversation like that, the two of us can come together and seek the truth together. Um, so, a few kind of tips of, of how I think we can approach these kind of conversations and um, firstly I want to talk about if we're on the receiving end of someone who's coming at a conversation like this. Um, it may be 
um, something of your faith that someone's disagreeing with or they're saying, oh, you're a Christian or you're a Catholic and, and they arc up and get at you like that. Some, in some situations, if someone's just bent on abusing you or um, tearing you down or trying to prove you wrong, there may be no solution to the conversation. You may just have to walk away because if they're set on that path, then there may be no possibility for a fruitful conversation. But what can be really helpful if, if the person's um, open and receptive enough is to actually be able to listen to what they have. Often this kind of energy on some, it might be a, some little disagreement you have on, on this little fact or this little church teaching or this little event that had happened, if there's so much energy and passion or anger coming behind it, it's because of some story in their past, some experience that makes them feel so strongly about it. And if you're able to listen to them, to hear, oh, why is it that you feel that way? And, and what is it that you think is wrong about this? Listening to the person, them actually being able to share what's going on within their heart can diffuse that anger, and then they actually realize that you've been loving them. Um, I heard recently of a, a young man who, who met another Christian who reacted to the fact of his being Catholic and kind of poured out all of this, ah, Catholics this and Catholics that. But he kind of accepted that and listened to where this guy was coming from, and then in the end they, were, they kind of walked away as friends because he was able to kind of get through that energy and be listened to and be loved in that. And then that little, those little disagreements didn't matter anymore. They were able to have... Um, a relationship that surpassed the disagreement. The other side of it, though, is, that, is when we ourselves come to the disagreement and have the, the feeling, the passion, the anger that's rising within us. Perhaps I, I need to tell this person that what they've done is wrong or I need to correct this person and lead them to the truth. Um, when we're coming out of that strong feeling, it's it's easy for us to get carried away in the conversation and then to go into this, this mode of the Pharisees of trying to cut them down, of trying to win the argument, of trying to prove them wrong. So what's the most helpful thing is actually to not, not approach the disagreement while we're in that sort of emotional state. Um, and even perhaps before we enter into a conversation, rather than thinking only about the truth that I want to impress upon them, and all the ways in which they're wrong, we can, again, kind of distract ourselves from that anger and that passion that we might have by asking where they're coming from. Why is it that they have done this thing? Or why is it that they believe this thing that is upsetting me so much? Um, and shift into a mode of being compassionate, of being listening, of being open to their experience, open to their reasoning and their story that's behind that as well. Because the truth is the truth um, and we don't have to make the truth the truth itself. If someone is earnestly trying to seek the truth, then the Lord will reveal that to him in his own way and he might want to do that through our conversations. Um, but the best way to lead them into the truth um, is to witness to them something of God who is truth and his heart is to love them, to accept them how they are right now, um, even if that may be a little bit misguided or misunderstanding the truth. But the first thing that God asks us to do with any person that we find in front of us is to love them, to accept them 
with compassion and to witness the truth of who God is to them in that way.